Hey, great day, everybody. So in today's podcast episode, I have something very special for you. Over the next few weeks, I will be um, celebrating my 11th year in private practice starting July of 2023. So what I decided to do is bring back the lessons learned, but I have a twist on it. Last year, I did a whole series on 10 lessons learned going into 10 years of private practice, specifically about private practice. So what I'm going to do is actually go over some of the things that I've learned while on my way to my first million, because I know that therapists want to break past the six-figure mark, the $100,000 mark. Some therapists are opening up a group practice. Some are even going into the digital product space, doing the whole one-to-many, hosting live events. And so I want to make sure to carve out time just to have conversations with entrepreneurs, business owners who want more, who no longer want to play small. And also you don't want to have a 10-year journey as I'm going to talk about in this series. So I'm going to talk about some things that I wish I would have maybe made a power move on. I'm going to talk about how long it may have taken me to do certain things and why I chose it at the time. And you'll start to potentially resonate with some places that I've been in terms of investing in myself and what that looked like or did not look like. And most importantly, how you can bet all on you and not worry about the how. So enjoy the series. Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the CEO of your business and life. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 years into building a multi six-figure mental health business and seven-figure digital product business and doing what I love. Now, I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. TK. And in today's episode, we are continuing along the series of things that I've learned in my business on my way to my first million. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about how many times I have said yes more than likely due to FOMO. And I'm also going to talk about the consequences of me sometimes not taking a step back to really observe the things that I need to pay attention to. Prime example, having access to things already and really falling into that mindset of fear of missing out, hashtag FOMO, and signing up for things that are not doing uh, my business any justice. And so If you did not hear the first episode, I would highly encourage it. I talked about one of the, I'm not going to call it a mistake, but like a learning curve that I had to process, which is not to play small and go all in, especially if there is something that would help me grow my business, grow my mindset, grow my lifestyle, just different parts of me. There is nothing off limits as it comes down to investing in myself. And so I want to take you back actually to two decisions that I made in the last two years. And this was in the journey of getting to a million. So before 2021, I had already invested in 24K Mastermind, a 10K coaching program that taught me marketing, email marketing, social media, and all the things. I was already part of another mastermind that I talked about in the last episode related to just marketing in general, writing books and getting into that coaching space, but pretty much just dibbling and dabbling in like a variety of things while I was crafting my niche to really hone in in 2020 saying, I only want to coach mental health therapists. And so I also have purchased like an online course that I'm still actually a part of the community where 
I was taught how to build my first online course. So when all these things came together, I felt like it was the perfect match that I had needed, but I didn't know I needed it at the time. Because what happens is once you get one piece of the puzzle and you start putting it together, you realize that maybe in that program, even if you ask, it's not part of the fidelity of the model or the framework. Therefore, they won't be able to give it to you unless you upgrade to another level. Because that's really how a lot of programs work sometimes, specifically because they don't want to overwhelm the people in the community by giving them all of the things because people would never finish. So I respect that. So as I went through my journey, I realized that there was a piece that I was actually missing from my business. One of them was higher level delegation. What I mean by higher level delegation, I knew how to hire. I knew how to onboard. I've done this whole processes for my solo practice, for my group practice, and just in general for my business. However, 2020 went extremely fast. I did not project having a 436% increase in 12 months. I don't think that people who grew in 2020 knew that that was going to happen. Clearly nobody knew that March, 2020 was happening. Right. But when I looked up, it was like, oh shoot, I got to hire somebody. Oh shoot. I got to hire somebody because my capacity was at a max. And so I wasn't allergic to hiring people. However, I realized as I ended the year, I needed to slow down in terms of like rebuilding my back office and my operating processes. I also had to revamp some stuff I was doing in my private practice because we were doing everything online or I was doing everything through telehealth. And as I was teaching our academy students how to operate in the EHR, I also had to make sure that my stuff was up to date too, right? And so with that said, I felt like there was something missing from an online digital course that I had invested in that was like a one-stop shop for digital products on steroids, right? And I'm actually an affiliate for that program. So, you know, there's a lot of things that are sometimes added to a program if you get alumni unlimited access with updates. And so I would like go through that portal religiously every month. And if I needed help with a launch, I would go and look up the standard operating procedures, pull out the Lego instruction map and go ahead and do it, right? However, I felt like there was a piece missing in terms of CEO-ness, as it relates to back office. So it was really about honing in on being a CEO at that point, right? And so I thought that I would have to seek outside. So I started, you know, participating in reading books, audio books, and I came across a boot camp similar to like how I do my academy boot camps. And they were talking about, I don't want to say the name of the program, but they were talking about how to properly delegate and really help people own the seats that they're in. Now, granted, I had learned this by reading books like Traction, reading books like Clockwork and all the things, but I felt like the information that was presented in the bootcamp gave me a teaser in terms of what I was going to clearly get in the program. So I went ahead and made the 10K investment. I did the online course up until the fifth module. There were a total of 10 modules. By the time I honestly got to the third module, I felt like I already had the information in my head. It was really about consistency. So then I had to ask myself, do I really need to, you know, I'm going to keep paying. Like I I went into a financial integrity, like contract, right? I did a payment plan because of cash flow that wasn't expected, you know, but it's not like I'm not going to invest in it. And there were some things that were helpful, but as I started to move along, I just felt like a lot of the course, or if you ever read like books where you go through half of the book, And then the second half is like repeating the first half, but just in a different way. 
I just felt like after I got to module five, it was repeating what was in module one, two, and three that I had already done successfully. I met with their coaches. They were like, oh my God, like you've implemented everything. Everything is good. And the biggest thing for them was, can I take off a full week or two from my business and it still operate? Now, the thing is I had already calendared and we had already closed down our business for like a week or two and it had still ran. We did that the year before. So I felt like not that everything was in order, but that I was still ahead of the curve, not comparing myself to anyone else in the program. But I just felt like a lot of the things that they were saying to do, I had already done. So I'm like, did I really need this program? So then I thought back to why did I make the decision to join? And some of it was, it won't be offered in another year from what I heard in the boot camp and what I got in the first four to five modules is what they said I was going to get. But what I didn't know is that the other half of my investment to me personally was like a repeat because it was a year long program. It was like a repeat of what I had already done, you know? And so I'm like, could this program have just been like six months? Like those are all the things that are going on in my head. So bottom line is, you know, in the first episode of this series, I start talking about how when I make an investment, I go all in. I know something is wrong when I no longer like want to be a student in a program, like something is wrong but I couldn't blame the program. You shouldn't blame the program. You really should look at why did you make the decision? So a year and a half ago, I started tapping into my human design. I did use my human design during this time and I'll tell you why. Part of my way that I should make bigger investments is I should take a step back and wait to respond. Meaning even if I'm at a live event, unless I've already done my homework, I should not make bigger investments like $10,000 off of an adrenaline rush, right? And so with that said, I don't feel like I made a decision overnight, but there was some part of me in which my intuition was saying, I don't think you need this. And I chose to ignore my intuition, have maybe 10% of FOMO, Like, I'm not going to be able to get this later or, you know, I need it now, which I did need some pieces. And I just felt like I didn't follow my intuition, I guess is what I'm saying. Hey, y'all, it's that time again. It is scale season. So I want to call out all of the therapists, healers, and service providers across the country. I am hosting our end of the year two-day in-person conference this fall, October 2023 in Las Vegas. So we are talking about all things scalability, things like launching a new or existing product or service line, collaborating with other providers across the country to increase your reach. We will also be covering how to create your content that aligns with your launch throughout the entire year of 2024. We will also provide you with a seven streams of income map so that you can develop your business over time with growth and scalability. And did I mention that this is the only event that we are having for the fourth quarter in person. So we will be discussing all things for 2024 business planning, growth and scalability, wealth management, and so much more. So if you want to attend, go ahead and grab your seat before the time is up. Head down to the show notes or go to our website, drtk.com forward slash links and grab your ticket to the Therapist Deserve Abundance Conference. All right, y'all, it's scale season. Let's get back to today's podcast episode. And so from that experience, I learned that I need to continue to wait to respond. But most importantly, I need to follow my gut. If your gut is telling you that 
you probably need to make a different type of decision. And it can be the opposite of what I'm saying. Like you keep thinking about making the decision and you just need to go ahead and pull the trigger. Right? I see that a lot in the academy. I get all these questions, two to three boot camps down the line. And a clinician is saying something like, well, I don't know if it's still the right time to join. That's not what we're talking about here. The right time to join is when you decided that you needed help. Like that was the right time to join. What I'm talking about is that my intuition told me that I had already made a $3,000 plus a $24,000 investment from the same coach in another program. And this is what blew like just the icing off the cake because there was another $3,000 investment that I made before that investment with something else in terms of back office processes. And all I had to do was take my time, go and look in what I already have access in and actually see if it matches what this other program is saying they're going to deliver. And then, yeah, I got to make a choice. I have to operate off of, I don't know what's on the other side. I'm not in the online course portal with the new program, but I know what I have access to this program. So could I just show up to this online community and ask more questions? Should I renew in this mastermind with this particular coach and just ask these questions and get it from their team? Or can I just connect with the people that I've been in the mastermind with or the program with to see if there are any updates? You know, I could have done that. So what I did is I chose to say, you know what? Let me follow my gut today. Let me log into this portal and see if what they say I'm going to get in the rest of this course, I already probably had access to it, but maybe it was delivered also in a different way. Logged in. Not only did I find what this other two programs said that they were going to give me, but it was delivered to me in a more digestible way because I liked how this coach taught. That 3K program, so it was a 10K program and a 3K program. The 3K program, I just felt like, the hype was there during the live boot camp again. But when we got into the program, the energy was not the same. And I was like, oh, this is fraudulent. And I literally have read every single thing in a book and executed it, though, that this 3K program was breaking down in a course. So am I saying that somebody cannot take a book and turn it into a course? Absolutely not. Because I can write a book on DTA And it's not the same as somebody being able to get coached through their personal business. I'm not saying that. But if it's no different than the book and you don't bring a certain level of maybe energy that I need, because you got to know your own learning style, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. So I say don't coach with me, you know, Um, you got to know or have an idea of what you want, maybe what you need in your business or in your mindset or whatever area you're working on. And you also should identify what kind of coach you're looking for. There may be certain seasons that you need a coach that's a little bit more aggressive. That ain't going to sugarcoat. You shouldn't have a coach that sugarcoats anything. But some people are more mellow and calm in their deliverables. I'm a mix of the two, depending on what we talk about. I never talk at my clients, you know, but some people have said like, I don't know if I want to ask you this question because I'm low key scared of how you're going to respond. And I'm like... I don't curse at my clients. I don't talk at my clients. I don't yell at my clients. I usually talk like that when I'm teaching, teaching kind of like a webinar, right? Because I find that my community does respond differently on in a better way when I am straight to the point, when my tone gets super like, I'm about to snatch your edges out. And I didn't used to say that. They were saying it like, yo, you coming after us. I said, well, if that's how you feel, then I guess I am. 
you know? But what did I learn during this process? One, I learned that I shouldn't be in a rush to get something when my gut is telling me you may already have access to it. You've already invested in it. It's beyond the book. You have it in a whole online course. Maybe the whole online course updated itself. Maybe you should check out what you already invested in. That's one. Number two is I need to pay closer attention to my intuition when I'm starting to feel some type of FOMO. Like, Oh, I just want to be part. It's like, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong also with just wanting to be part of the community because some people can grow their business just by being in the right circle. You already got the strategy, but you are disconnected from the circle. But I don't feel like I was looking for that. <laughs> I was looking for a logical, strategical things. And based on how it was marketed, I don't feel like they delivered on what they said they were going to deliver on. Therefore, I just don't feel like the investment was well spent. One of the things that I really wanted was for someone, because I was at the time where I was also looking for another CPA, but I had had somebody in the company that was working on my operation stuff. And I later learned that this person did financial forecasting. Well, I didn't know that. And I thought that they were going to give it to me in the program. Well, another thing I realized was that I came into the program a little bit more advanced than I thought that I would, because one of these coaches was like a billionaire. They had a billion dollar company. And she was a woman. So that also like, wow, like that is so inspiring. And she's a woman of color. And so bottom line is, I just feel like you got to listen to your intuition. That should just be the summary of this podcast. Listen to your intuition. Because what I'm getting at is when I look back, do I regret it? No, because those two investments taught me that I've made a good hefty amount of investments already. And if I also mesh well with the coaching style, when I need a little bit of mindset shift, I'm going to go here. Whether it's a podcast, whether it's a live event, whether it's an investment, I know the three to four coaches that I can go to that hits every single point. Spiritual, financial, mindset, manifestation, Lego instructions for digital products. I know who the coaches are. I have invested in all of their programs. So what I'm saying to you is, for example, if you resonate with how I teach, if you don't mind showing up to coaching calls and asking questions and you vibe with our community, if you're in DTA and we're saying we're going to have a live event, why would you talk yourself out of going to the live event just because you already spent money investing in DTA? If you like the vibe, you like the vibe. You don't have to always do new things and new people. And I think that that is a trend that we got to get out of as entrepreneurs. Like we don't always have to follow the new thing. Now, some people may disguise this with, well, that means that I'm comfortable. No, that means that you know what you need and you know who's going to light that fire. And if somebody else lights that fire in a certain area in your business or your life, then go get that person. If you know that I light that fire in your mental health business and you know you can keep it like 100 with me and I'm going to keep it 100 with you and you enjoy that process, then let me continue to coach you, whether it's at a live event, a CE workshop or another program. But bottom line is follow your intuition and stop ignoring it. Okay. So I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode really about not FOMO, but more about intuition. Let me know what was your biggest takeaway from this episode. Did anything that I talk about in terms of maybe jumping the gun, ignoring your intuition and making investments that you probably should not have made, or maybe you experienced the opposite where you're taking too long to pull the trigger because you're talking yourself out of your next level of abundance, really because you're scared of not knowing what's on the other side. And we're going to talk about that 
in this series with other things that I look back on and just say, wow, that was a great lesson to learn. All right. So share this episode with any other entrepreneur. They don't have to be a therapist that you feel would benefit from this because what I'm talking about here is just my journey over the last 10 plus years with all the things that I've learned, but also honing in on the last two years, especially as I hit my first million dollar mark. So share this podcast episode with another entrepreneur that you feel like it will be beneficial for. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure that you follow and leave me your biggest takeaway in the comments, a five-star review. I would love it. I would be so grateful. And if you're listening here on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe to the channel. Um, Leave in the comment box your biggest takeaway. And I hope to see you in the next part of the series. Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I know that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, please head over to our resource page at drtk.com forward slash links for additional abundant resources. Until the next episode, live intentionally abundant.